Hello. And holy shit, my name is Adam. I'm Melissa. And this is Below Freezing, a podcast in which we talk about films that have Rotten Tomato score of 32% or less. And we have thus begun our Resident Evil excursion. Ah, now, that's you... the gates. Of heaven? heaven. Opening up? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I thought it was just angels singing, but no, no, no. <laughs> heaven is opening up to us because we've seen... Resident We've seen Resident Evil. Evil. We've started along the path. Yes. This yes. will be quite a journey. Now, um, this is uh, just the first one that we've watched, and we'll give you, we'll tell you who's in it and who made it and all that kind of stuff. Um, in terms of, of who picked it, I, I think this is a both of us sort of mutually agreeing that going down this rabbit hole that is Resident Evil would be a fun thing to do. But I will I will say that at some point, I want to say probably when we were living together in college is when you made me watch the first one of these. Yes. And I, I can't remember how many of these we've seen, actually. I don't know if I've seen all of them. I don't no, think I have. I know, I know at minimum we have not seen the last one. Okay. But I, I really don't know. But I love these movies. I know you do. I do. And yes, when I introduced you to them, you were not so keen. Mm. You really didn't want to, but yeah. I persuaded you because I'm really good at that. Yep. Um, and I think it was like a Lysistrata, you were withholding sex kind of thing. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> right. I'll, I'll put yes. myself through this. And um, Do you like how I dropped a nerdy theater thing early hey, in the For pro- all you theater nerds out there that are listening. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we made them perk up a little bit. Damn right. Lysistrata. <laughs> Hello. Um, so yeah, so, Shaboing. so, and schwing, <laughs> schwing, schwing, is that a sound that I, are you thinking of like the Wayne's world schwing thing? I don't know. Sure. Okay. Whatever. I don't know. I was just um, thinking of a sound. So we recently, we, we picked up the, like the complete resident evil collection and we also picked up the underworld collection and hold on. Oh, we need to talk about this okay. because Adam's all about, co- especially during the holidays, I would say from black Friday on. Okay, I shouldn't say from Black Friday on. From Black Friday to January 15th, which Good. is the day gonna... after his birthday. <laughs> That's fair, yeah. He is on movie duty. Yep. Like, you will... <laughs> I'm on the hunt. Yes. Yes. And over the years, oh, we've just been through... You know, we've been together for almost... We've been together... We're going on 17 years. Mm-hmm. And we have had our ebbs and flows of movies we've owned and then movies we've sold because Correct. we've moved across the country and moved back. Yes. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So most of the movies we've had to sell to make room for the move have been movies that I, that were originally Melissa's. Yeah. And, and, and I think you phrased that actually way nicer than I would yes. have. I, I sold them without your knowledge because I straight up didn't like the movies. Yes. So um, <laughs> over the years, I've been like, wait, I know we've owned this movie. And then, yes. and then you feel really guilty because I finally, like maybe five years later after you've sold it, I finally catch on. We no longer own yeah, it. Yeah. And then you're like, I feel bad. She r- realized it. So yes, I would say this year during, was it Black Friday? Yes, it absolutely you was. You found. Um, the, yeah, the complete Resident the com- Evil. And all the Underworlds. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which I did actually note at one point, Underworld. I like that was in my notes yeah. of anyways. I like those movies. We all know since we've listened to this, I like um vampires and I like 
zombies. Yeah. Like I just this, like this is your movies. wheelhouse. Yeah. You like scary. Yeah. This yes. is this is yeah. This is totally your wheelhouse. So, so so I won't say that this is totally a you pick, but this this feels more within what you would this normally is a pick. Me pick. I'm shocked. Like a hundred percent shocked. Any of these are under thirty two percent. Well, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Right. So so let's. We're not quite there yet. Um. In terms of what we drank to help us with the movie, so we we had uh, an open bottle of the Fourteen Hands Red Blend Hot to Trot, which we finished first, mm-hmm. and then we uh, we moved on to the uh, Chateau Saint the Chateau Saint Michel Gewurztraminer, and we are now sipping on another Red Blend here. Okay, so who directed this movie? The guy who directed this movie, his name is Paul W.S. Anderson, not Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay. So there are two Paul Anderson directors in the world. Uh, PTA uh, directed such classic films as Boogie Nights, Magnolia, There Will Be Blood, and most recently, Phantom Thread. Okay. Paul W.S. Anderson didn't make those movies. He made movies such as Mortal Kombat. Oh. Death Race. Alien versus Predator. Yes. Pompeii. And most recently, a movie called Monster Hunter, also starring Mila Jovovich. Do you want to know why maybe they've worked together so often? Are they husband and wife? They are. (gasps) Oh, oh my God. (laughs) Oh, that just made me so happy. I love it when husband and wives work together. So this is going to come in the trivia later, but I'll just say it now. So they met on this film. Okay. And then they they got married. They were together for a long time before they got married, but this is where they met and, and sort of. You know, and the sparks things flew. blossomed. Yes, well, exactly. let me tell you, I would want to know her, know her, wink, like um, sexually. Yeah. Okay. After the just the outfits and her in this movie. Oh, sure. There, so, there you go. There you smart go. Smart director. Um. So, uh, but he also directed. I skipped one. I, I I read a lot of the bad movies he did. Monster Hunter. Hold on. That Wait, came out. That's just, just recently. Like very we recently. We need to watch that. I'm sure we will. Because you know it, that's going to be a Melissa. It movie. might also fit the parameters of the show. I don't know. I haven't mm. checked that out. But he also directed one of my like absolute favorite movies of all time, which what? is hard to say because, and I made you watch this about a year ago. He, he directed a movie called Event Horizon, which takes place in space with Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne, and they have to go find this ship. Oh. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, I know. I know it really was good. Oh, that was really good. Yeah. So, um, so it. Oh, he, Paul Thomas. No. Paul W S W S Anderson. Anderson. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Yep. And Paul Thomas, you are not too bad either. Uh, he's fantastic. Uh, you are not too bad. Okay. Um. So okay. Now I'm I'm based on the comments that Melissa was making during the show. I'm actually really excited to talk about who's in this oh, movie. Oh, we. Okay, okay. Let's talk about who's in this movie, Adam. Okay. okay. So obviously, uh, Mila Jovovich stars as Alice. Alice. I just want to quickly talk because I I so associate her with either these movies or like we haven't seen it yet, but Ultraviolet. I just now in my mind she is sort of an action movie star goddess. But that's about it. And and I don't mean that as a negative, but that that's just kind of yes. where my mind goes. Well. I forget that she was actually in Dazed and Confused, mm-hmm. um, but a very, very small role. But recently, and I only bring this up because I happen to watch it, so it was the week on the other show that we were doing City Lights, I watched that Chaplin biopic with Robert Downey Jr., and she's in it. Oh. And she's not she's not doing the stuff that I'm... I, I, we're used to her doing? Yes, exactly. Okay. She, and I hate to say this this way, but she's 
acting. She's playing a character and she's not kicking ass or anything, right? She's just playing a, a person and she's pretty good. I think, I think she's sort of, maybe she wanted to, but she really pigeonholed herself into this kind of a, a movie, yeah. but whatever. So anyways, we also get Michelle Rodriguez playing Rain. Now, um, Gotta remember too that at this point, Michelle Rodriguez is really on the upswing. She was in an indie hit called Girl Fight and and The Fast and the Furious. The first one had come out before this. So okay. she's she's coming up, right? I'm gonna be really I'm gonna be kind of I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna fudge some of these names here in a second. The okay. order of them. So we have a guy named Eric Mabius who plays Matt. He is the the blonde guy who stays alive for most of the movie looking for his sister. And there's a scene with that later. His yep. sister is played by a woman named, and I'm, uh, she must be just a model. Wait, his name was? His name was uh, Eric Mabius. No, what was his character's name? Matt? Matt. Okay. Yes. He was FBI guy. No. No, he was not FBI. He was, no, he, or, no. Yeah, he, said, he was. He was playing an FBI agent. Remember? He was the guy that was handcuffed. Yes, yes. Yes, yes he yes, was okay. playing. Okay. Okay, sure. Um, And he was looking for his sister. His sister is played by somebody named Hike. Makash, I can't say her name. I have no idea. She, it definitely sounds like some kind of like Northern European name. Um, Martin Cruz plays Kaplan, who is the guy who like is sort of the tech dude yep. who almost dies a bunch of times before he ultimately dies. Um, a guy named Colin Salmon plays James. He is the uh, kind of the leader before he gets chopped. Before you, you can I can I drop it though? Your your dad joke or can you say it? Um. Oh, before he gets kebobbed yes we'll bring that up later but that's that's who plays <laughs> Wait, that what was his name colin salmon oh okay. uh james 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 okay. okay so i intentionally skipped over two people because this was just so fun oh. so i'm gonna start with let's start with the unnamed doctor slash narrator who you you associated with harry potter can we talk about this <gasps> right at the end you're, oh my god we need to jump to it we're, yes we're gonna right do at the it end, now we see his eyes yes and I go, I know that guy, Harry Potter. And I was like, yes. Malcolm. Falcom. And I'm just saying these words yes. because it's coming to mind. Just, and then I just said, free associating. And then I said, Malfoy, Draco's dad. Yes. All that of those guy. are correct. Yes. And then in my head, I was like, Legolas's, right? Wasn't he in? No. No. Then another note I had. Again, I just. <laughs> I don't know who this, this guy is. This is a whole page of your notes. So then another note I had was Patriot Man. Bad Man in ba Patriot. Bad Man in Patriot is is absolutely correct. That man. He's also in a movie we've covered on the show. He was in the tuxedo with Jackie <gasps> Chan. What is his name? His name is Jason Isaacs. Jason <laughs> Yes. Jason Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. He actually he... can I can I drop something? Yes. He's friends with Paul W.S. Anderson in between shoots of the tuxedo because it came out in the same year. He came in and did his narration and his one day of shooting <gasps> on a day off. Jason Isaacs. His He's great. Eyes. He had a mask on. Yes. It was covering his face. Mm -hmm. And all I could tell was his eyes. And babe, I knew it off the bat. Why did I think he was? You know who I'm getting him confused with? Who? Matrix man. Who was Hugo Legolas? Yes. yes, he was. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't related to Legolas, but he was in the Lord of the Rings movies. But he was an elf. Mm, yes, he so was. So Legolas is like friend. Whatever you want to you know, say. But sure. anyways, it's not that man. No, it's Jason not. Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. Oh, Jason, his. I knew you from 
There it is. That's it. There it is right there. Okay. Um, but we skipped but Malcolm over. Malcolm Falcon. <laughs> Malcolm Falcon was great. But we skipped over um, an important character. Um, we the, did. The character of Spence. Spence. Um, husband man. Husband man. Not, but not really husband man. Right. His name. I. The, that was killing me. Okay, so the entire so, movie, I knew audience, I've seen him. Audience, the the entire oh, the entire film, Melissa was trying to film. was trying to discover what it was that we had seen him in. Now, oh. uh, the actor's name is James Purefoy, and he, I'm not going to know him. By no, his name. and he has been in some things. Now, I'm going to name one, but I don't think you're really going to know him from this. He is in a Knight's Tale. That actually is something that he is in. Was he like the prince? I think so. Okay. But that is not what you're thinking no, of. No, what do I know him from? Well, hold on. I, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole to get you there. Okay. So one point, we're watching the movie, and, and, I, and I want you to bring this up later too, but at some point, Melissa is doing this game where she's <laughs> recasting these unknown actors yes. with famous actors. With famous people that they and, look alike. And at one point, she said that the character of Matt, who was played by Eric Mabius, looked a little like Kevin Bacon. Yes. Kevin Bacon, you're about to lose your shit, oh, was on a show on Fox called The Following. <gasps> and James Purefoy was the villain on The Following. Now, if you didn't watch The Following, you pro- that you're, don't worry. you Because we were me and Melissa were probably one of like 20 people who watched this entire series from oh, start to finish. It was so good. We really liked it. And it takes place in Washington. Nope. No, it doesn't. Nope. So, so <laughs> that's, that's the killing. Oh. <laughs> That's another another fantastic show, but not Wait, the one. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> it doesn't play. T- blah, blah. <laughs> it doesn't take place in Washington. I was just kidding. For all you Killing fans out there, oh, the Killing is also uh, good. Um, hold on, the following. <clears throat> yes, the following. Yes, yes. So he, James Purefoy is the, the villain Can you in that. remind me what that show was about? Yeah, Kevin Bacon is like a detective and James <gasps> Purefoy is like why, a cult. And yes, a, that is why I got confused with the killing because detective, the detective. Yes. Okay. That sucks because I definitely recast one of the characters. I was try, in my head. I was trying to. That's all good. All oh, good. Okay. Oh, man. I'm so, that was so great. Oh, that was wonderful. Well, you're wonderful. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy, we are recording this on Valentine's Day. <laughs> This is what we do on Valentine's Day. Yeah. We watch Resident Evil and then we talk about it. Yeah. Okay, so let's get to stats and stuff. Let's um, get to stats. Accolades and stuff, there really weren't any funny ones. There, this wasn't like horribly panned. Um, there are these things called the Saturn Awards, which are like a serious thing. Are these make... No, no, no. This, and, is, this is... no. You know... The- <laughs> <laughs> I just don't... You know, I don't even know how to say this. You constantly are saying different awards. <laughs> well, you know what? The next movie we cover, I'm going to talk about it. No, you're and not. And I'm going to talk about the the MS Awards. Or, whoa. That, <laughs> I was thinking of Melissa St. John. I know you were. Okay. Let's. The, the multiple sclerosis. <laughs> the Mel Awards. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. <laughs> My the the Mel Awards. Anyways, <laughs> so there are these things called the Saturn Awards, and they're they're a, they're actually a, a serious award given out to horror and sci-fi. That's sort of the was it because the Jupiter and the Pluto awards were already taken? Okay, so I'm gonna just pretend you didn't say that. Um, oh, the so, Neptune. Yeah, Neptune sure, awards. Neptune Awards. Yep. Uh so it was up for best horror film and best 
actress in a horror film. Um, I wouldn't see this as a horror. Okay. Well, I'm just telling you what it was. For. It this lost. This is like sci-fi. Isn't this sci-fi? Wouldn't you? No. But wouldn't you acknowledge this movie as like a. I don't know if I. I, I, it, I don't think it's. Well, I don't want to get into that yet. But if, you, if you're going to force me to answer it now, I don't. It's it's both, but I also don't think it it succeeds at either. If I'm being totally honest, yeah, but I just wonder what like zombie movies are categorized as horror. It depends. It depends. Like what what like something like twenty. What what would you call twenty eight days later? Thriller. Uh, well, then there you go. Blood movie. Blood movie. <laughs> A thriller blood movie. Yes, yes. You are in the wrong business. <laughs> You should come up with new genres for films. Hollywood. Okay. I'm here. I'm just going to. Okay. It lost horror film and horror actress and it lost both to The Ring. So, which which of course makes sense because, yeah. Um, Those are actual horror movies. Exactly. So, um, uh, it's budget. It had a $33 million budget. Opening weekend, it made $17 million. Its U.S. gross was forty. Okay. But worldwide, it made $103 million. Yeah. So, it totally made its money back. Um, in the U.S., it was the 64th highest grossing film that year between I Am Sam. Remember I Am Sam? With Michelle Pfeiffer. And Sean Penn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Oscar bait movie. Yeah. And a movie called Collateral Damage, which oh. was a Schwarzenegger film. Not Collateral. Oh. Not, yeah, exactly. I Not, was like, wait, Arnold yeah, Schwarzenegger no, was in that movie damage. with Tom Cruise? No, different thing. And Jamie Foxx? Wasn't that Collateral? That Jamie was Collateral. Fox and, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so critically um i wanted there was actually a seattle times review (gasps) that i wanted to find uh from a a critic named melanie mcfarland now i couldn't find the whole review but she did say and this was in 2002 this was the original review. she said it was the best video game adaptation so far and it was a mostly positive review okay but i i did find ebert's review his one star review of course because there's a woman lead in this movie (laughs) oh oh wow you're just coming out hard. I do have to say, he is not a fan of the women. Uh, I'm really pr- looking back. I'm pretty and- sure his Thelma and Louise review is four star. Well, I ha- didn't read that movie. Well, you didn't read that movie. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't read that movie either. I haven't I'm being seen totally that movie honest. and I didn't well, then read that movie. It really sounds like you should just not talk right now. Well, you know? <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay, this is his opening paragraph. He says, Resident Evil is a zombie movie set in the 21st century and therefore reflects several advances over 20th century films. For example... Facts. He just stated facts. In 20th century slasher movies, knife blades make a sharpening noise when being whisked through the air. In In the 21st century, large metallic objects make crashing noises just by being looked at. Yeah. Has... I want to ask him. Has he ever... He's dead. Has... Roger Ebert died a while ago. There's actually a documentary about him and the last few years of his life when he had like he had to have like part of his jaw removed. I I really didn't mean to shame you just now. I just wanted you to know that he's he's not alive anymore. <laughs> I'm so I'm so sorry. <laughs> Speak your thoughts. No. <laughs> Anyways, Ouch. so there will be no talking to Roger Ebert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know to cry or laugh at the moment. <laughs> okay, I would like to read the last parts of his review. <laughs> okay. 
he says, the characters have no small talk. Their dialogue consists of commands, exclamations, exclamations, and ejaculations. Yes, an ejaculation can be dialogue. If you live long enough, you may find that happening frequently. Oh, and the film has a digital readout. The hive is set to lock itself forever after 60 minutes have passed, so the characters are racing against time. In other words, after it shuts all of its doors and gases and drowns everybody, it waits 60 minutes and really shuts its doors big time. No wonder the steel door makes those slamming noises. In their imagination, they've been, they, they're practicing. Creative visualization, it's called. I became inspired and visualized the theater door slamming behind me. <laughs> <laughs> what a brilliant man so i i know we actually we read from his review on do the right thing for the other show lately he whether he liked a movie or didn't like a movie the way that he he words his feelings are are great right i i really like reading his shit r.i.p exactly so now we get to the show where melissa guesses the critical and audience score um, based on Rotten Tomatoes for the film. But are you going to talk about this? I, yes. So okay. um, let me read you the blurb. It says, like other video game adaptations, Resident Evil is loud, violent, formulaic, and cheesy. Now, Melissa and I have this grand plan, and we're going to do it, that we are going to discuss all six of the Resident Evil movies. The next five are all under 32%. However, we, we felt like we would be doing a disservice to you, the audience, if we somehow skipped the first one. The first one is not does not make our criteria. So but, bonus episode, but, bitches. But. Right? But it is very close. So audience, or sorry, critical and then audience. So you told me it was very close weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And even minutes before we started watching this movie. <laughs> And, and, and you just I straight up didn't listen to me. Ignored you. Yep. I think the audience was 41%. Or sorry, excuse me. Critical. Critical. critical 41%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Audience, 73. Okay. Melissa, 94. Okay. So you said 41 for critics. Yes. 35. Uh, you know. So okay. like I said, it's close. Really close. Right. You said 71 for the audience? 73. 73. 67. Oh, okay. So close. Close. Um, and Melissa? 94. Thank you. Yeah, okay. I, I was listening. Um, so in terms of the trivia before we launch into the movie, um, just really quickly. So Resident, if you didn't know this, Resident Evil was a game. It premiered uh, in 1996 on the original PlayStation um, by a company called Capcom. Capcom um, was behind like Street Fighter and a bunch of games associated with like Sega and original Nintendo um, to date, this is the most popular and successful franchise that Capcom has put out there. Now, a lot of that has to do with how many sequels the game has had and probably some of the stuff for the movie, too. But that's just a little bit about that. I don't want to okay. talk a lot about. Okay. I'm not going to go into like. The... I am going to go back to gaming, though. Or and that's fine. You want me to no, 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 no. Okay. Do it. Save it for the episode. Okay. Um, I talked about how Jason Isaacs was a friend of Paul, Dom- uh, Paul Anderson and came and filmed his little bit in between the tuxedo, which, of course, we covered on the show, which I think is just hilarious. We also mentioned that Mila Jovovich and Paul Anderson met on the film and later got married. They they boned hard. Um, So I want to talk a little bit about um, some people who were kind of initially attached to the film. George A. Romero, who directed probably the most prolific and the original zombie film, Night of the Living Dead, 
was set to attach, he was attached okay. to direct the film. Now, I think there were some differences of opinion on the script and it thinks, so he, he walked away. Okay, I, so this is, this is 2002. I want you to think of, you know, the stars of TV and film. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Be more specific. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Was originally set to yeah. star as Alice. Did you know this? No, I did not. But wow. Vampire fan. Well. She it, kicked ass. Okay. But yeah. I'm wow. just going to say. Jesus Christ. I, I just, you man, guys. I just got. I just turned my husband on. He looked at me in a way. He hadn't looked at me since our wedding day. I don't know. To, now that is just <laughs> that harsh. Is We've had two kids That is very then. false, my actually. God, I suck as a husband. I nailed it, though. How I'm much gonna, have I turned you on? Just you turned me on, but I'm also going to spend a lot of time in self-reflection after the episode today. Babe, you look at me like you did on your our wedding day. <laughs> you said not since our wedding day. All the time. I was just, I don't know. I was just, you know. I'm just kidding. I knew it. Shit. Sarah Michelle Geller, though. Like you said, think of the time. Think of what's... Sarah Michelle Gellar, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, and then the only thing I was going to say really uh, else about the film was that uh, Mila Jovovich basically learned how to do all of her own stunts. Um, she did like 90, I mean, I, I'm making this, making the percentage, but like 95% of her own stunts. I'm a Sarah Michelle Gellar, like true fan, like love it. I think they did the right choice casting. Um, Mila, Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, her, I mean, her long legs alone. I mean, there, Sarah there Michelle go. Geller would have come to her hip. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Just saying. Fair. Um, okay. So now to try to talk about the talk, the, the plot of this movie, which I now I, I have to preface this by saying that in, in the weeks preceding this movie, you have you've praised my ability to concisely and and quickly talk about the plot of the movie. Yes. I'm going to do my best. But the problem is this. Besides Alice Mila Jovovich, I cannot tell you these people's names. Okay. So, and I I even I'm even looking at them, but it's like I, the names are kind of fucking meaningless. I do have nicknames. Maybe that would help you. Do you want to hear them first? <laughs> sure. Okay. So, we have Alice. Yes. And we have Michelle Rodriguez. We mm -hmm. don't need to know her character's name. We just know her as Michelle Rodriguez. That's fair. Yep. And then we have FBI guy. Yes. Who is Matt. FBI guy, Matt. Yep. Okay. And then we have lead, um, lead man as in like the, the, the cat, the guy who gets kebobbed. No, no. Yes. Sorry. The oh. guy who gets kebobbed. Yeah. The leader of um, the James. team. James. He's the leader of that team. Yes. And then we have, Guy who hacks, which is Kaplan. Mm -hmm. And then we have that guy. <laughs> is what my notes were. Oh. And he was the guy that... Who you thought looked like Hugh Jackman. No. No. That guy was oh. the guy who... was just He was like one of the guys, but he wasn't really memorable. Yeah. But he was the guy that like, open the door. And then when they open the door, all those zombies like grab him and yes. pull him in. Yeah. And then we have Husband. Who yeah. is Spence. Yes. Who is... From the following. Who I think looks like Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Yeah. Or you said, like a, co a combination of Hugh Jackman and Dominic West, yes. I think is what we decided on. That's... Yeah. Okay. So here we go. I'm going to try my best. Okay. So basically, we open and we get a, a brief little uh, narration to kind of let us know who we, where we are. There's this, there's this company called the Umbrella Corporation and they, they're into a lot of shit and nine out of 10 people in, their, in, in the world have something that's theirs. And it's, it just kind of gets us into the world. And then we cut to sort of uh, whatever the now is of the movie. And we're in, we're somewhere in Umbrella 
uh, and there's people working, and this uh, vial of something breaks, and um, the people who work for Umbrella all get locked in and gassed or drowned and die, and basically there's like a whole fucking thing that happens, and then we get a hard cut to Alice in a shower, and we find out later that she has some kind of amnesia, which is part of this protocol of the hive. Um, uh, Alice and Spence are essentially there to protect the hive, but because of protocols that happen, they lose their memory. And then this crew of people come in to dismantle the Red Queen, because the Red Queen is this artificial intelligence that runs the hive. And what we find out later is that the Red Queen was basically not killing these people to be like a bitch, but she was killing them because um, the this this disease that was going that was viral and if she didn't do this, it could spread and bad shit would happen. So it's not like the Red Queen was just like, I hate people. She was, I need to save. We're going to we're gonna make this an isolated I love humans incidence. and we're going to save them. What? <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know if I'd go that far. Okay. Um, but then along the way, uh, we discover that there's some like weird shit that the Umbrella Corporation has been into, including a weird monster, which will come into play later. But ultimately what happened is that this disease, which ran rampant throughout the Umbrella Corporation, has turned all these people into zombies because it reanimated them they never call them zombies they're just dead people who have been reanimated mm-hmm. and what, what like the their basic need the need to feed the need to feed and ultimately they go they go like deep within the hive but then they have to break their way out because the fail safe is that after an hour of whatever the doors are going to lock and seal them in um one by one most of the people get left behind or die and ultimately it's just oh, we find out that spence who was the husband um, actually was um, a bad guy and was the reason why the vial broke in the first place because he overheard Mila Jovovich who was planning on like turning against the Umbrella Corporation, um, sold them out and he dies too. But ultimately it's just Mila Jovovich and Matt or FBI guy who escapes except, except he gets scratched by the monster dude and we end with Mila Jovovich in the middle of Raccoon City um, clearly setting up the sequel. There you go. That was amazing. Wow, I'm out of breath. I am like exhausted after that. Wow. Okay, so, babe, Resident Evil. What what is the the first thing that comes to mind you want to say like you like what is nagging at you the most from watching the movie? I don't think anything is nagging okay, at me. Okay. Well, but, okay. Well, in terms of like what do you need to get off your chest? Oh, okay. I like this movie and I think there's, I don't know. Okay. I like this movie. Okay. There's not a lot I need to get off my chest. Oh, okay. But I do have to say, Uh there's a scene right at the beginning. Okay. You know, where you have these guys go, you have these people going into work, Yep. which is, they're going into the hive yep. to work. They're scientists or whatever going down. Exactly. And then you have that one guy in the elevator who has his coffee. And mm-hmm. we just noticed that early on, mm-hmm. he, somebody runs into him. We don't see who runs into him. Yeah. Spills his coffee. And he gets into the elevator and then that's kind of when everything starts to shut down. Yes. I have a few issues regarding this character. Okay, great. He's really not important. He, he's not important at all. But I remember I said we could talk 10 minutes about we the could. coffee bump and, and that easily, guy. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. First of all, somebody ran into him and he, they spilled so much. He, they ran into him as he was taking a sip of coffee. Mm-hmm. The co- all the coffee spilled on him. I, 
Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Then when we're in the elevator, he still has a full cup of coffee when he's talking to these people about like. Okay, so before we move on from there, can I just, I got to bring up one thing. Now, I get that this guy is, he's, he's at work, right? For all intents and purposes, he's just going to a different floor, but he's already there, right? Right. So I understand that maybe if you're at a place that you're really comfortable with, that you might not have a lid on your coffee, now, now we now we've already mentioned that this is actually James Purefoy as Spence is running out of the hive before right. it shuts we find down. Out, yes. Yeah, but 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 let's let's forget that that's who it is for a moment. This coffee guy, I don't blame him for getting shoulder bumped, but put a fucking lid on your coffee. Yeah, this guy reminds me of all the idiots that drive in their car with a coffee mug, like a mug. Yeah, and also. All you Sunny and Philly fans out there that watch Dennis Reynolds try to eat a bowl of cereal while he's driving a car. You know what I mean? Oh man. Like you just you just name checked like one of the best episodes of that show. Yes. That's so great. The those, cereal defense. Those oh my God. idiots yeah. deserve to have everything spilt on them. Yes, I agree. I, but now, continue on with him. Yes. This guy, mm-hmm. the way he acted in the elevator, and he's freaking out, and everybody else is kind of calm. They're like, wait, let's kind of see what's going on. The elevator has now stopped. Let's see. I'm 99% sure this is this guy's first week on the job. <laughs> like, I don't think anybody's reviewed protocol with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody else is pretty calm. They know to pick up the phone and go, is anybody on the other line? What's going on? But this guy, that bothered me. I think that is a, like, this, the Umbrella Corporation, I would think has their shit together. Sure. After all the shit they're hiding. Yeah, we know the that, shit they're hiding. That's true. Because we saw it in this movie. Yeah. You're going to train your employees properly. This guy. You would hope. Has you not, would hope. He's missed a few training dates. Yeah. He's too he busy fucking not, getting coffee. Right. Yeah. He has not watched these video, training videos. So. Um, that bothered me. I mean, honestly, I really, it really made me mad that what, they did not acknowledge that I, it was this guy's first day on the can job. I, can I just give you a, a for real life example of something really quick? That's so you, and I know you know this, but I'm just going to, so when I was in high school, my senior year of high school, I was working at the commissary, mm-hmm. which is, if you don't know, which is basically a grocery store for active and retired military people, but it is technically a part of the military. So when I got hired, I had to take like 10 hours of anti-terrorism training. Like I had to have an official Department of Defense badge to get into work. And I was a grocery store clerk at this place, right? right? And the fact that I had to go through all this training. And, and I, just, let me remind you, 17-year-old Adam, right? right? Like this is oh, us like Jesus. first starting the day. Our government's fucked. Right? The Umbrella Corporation hires this schmo who can't put a fucking lid on his coffee cup and like freaks out at the first sign of like what's wrong with the elevator yeah this guy is a word i'm not going to use on the podcast but this guy is a canoe <laughs> yes so i okay to start our discussion we have to go step by step just to start oh. i know once we get past the first like 20 minutes of this movie we'll stop going step by step mm, yeah but Okay. okay, so we've got the stupid schmo who doesn't know how to, like, you deserve to die. Mm-hmm. You don't put a lid on your coffee. Yeah. You deserve to die. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so right off the bat, we see we see um, a, a blue kind of like a, 
the, the vial. The, the vial yeah. being made, and mm-hmm. we see a green. Yes. And I was very curious. Blue and green, what does this mean? What does this mean? You mean, you mean outside of the Seahawks colors? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, my God. No, I did this not put two and two together. This is just a little film <gasps> on like, how good the Seahawks are. That's really all. This is like about. you be a Seahawks fan or you're going to die. Exactly. Is what this exactly. movie is. You know, I think Paul Allen put some money Paul in. Paul W.S., right? <laughs> Paul S.W. Paul it's, Allen. It's W.S., but I'm not is talking Paul about Allen? the director. Wait, so. Paul Allen was <laughs> the, <laughs> the guy who owns from like, Seahawks. You know, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> Wait, Paul S.W. Anderson. <laughs> Paul W.S. Anderson. Yep. <laughs> That man. Paul Southwest Anderson. <laughs> Mila Jovovich's husband. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Continue. Anyways. Yes. Um. So, yeah, it was very like, okay, we see right off the bat, we see a blue vial and a green vial. And then the blue breaks. And we see this like mystical mist mm-hmm. evaporate into yeah, the Yeah. It's air. A, yeah. <clears throat> So we know that it's bad. We just know off the bat. And then immediately I'm thinking the green needs to break. Like, I don't know why, but I was like, that green needs to break. Somebody needs to like drink the green because I, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know. You (laughs) know, I don't know. The blue seemed really bad. So the green probably isn't. Sure. But we don't know anything about the green at the beginning. Yes. And then the animals start to lose their shit. Yes. And they always know. Babe. That was my note. I was like, animals sense everything. Yep. So we have two dogs. We do. <laughs> Bosco, our eldest, mm-hmm. he will sleep in our room and he um, he makes weird noises sometimes at night. Adam, you sleep through everything so you don't notice this. But Bosco will. And I'll wake up and I immediately go, an earthquake just happened. <laughs> he happened. <laughs> So I don't know if people know this, but we just, we moved to the East Coast. We're actually recording in Jersey. We're just happened. Do you know, a lot of people think I'm from Jersey. I don't know why I like slip into this weird accent. But... Look, I don't know either, but let's do a podcast. <laughs> let's just do it. Anyways, Bosco, feels Bosco yeah. will do things and I'll and immediately I sleep right go. <laughs> it's just for real. You know, I immediately thing, am right? like something just happened or um, I don't know. Bosco is my like guide. I know you. I know we think he's weird, and he does do some spastic things. But he's an old dog. He but yeah. does like the way he reacts, and sometimes he like jerks and looks up. <laughs> he just looks up in the air, and I immediately am like, I immediately I can't even speak. I feel like you're performing for a camera that doesn't exist right now. <laughs> no. You are gesturing and like you're using your full body. You I'm are trying. into it. No, I know. Babe, I'm trying to like express this to you because you're sleeping you don't ever understand this oh like <laughs> i think that right now like no i'm not oh I, <laughs> no anyways i i i think a lot of things when bosco reacts like i prep <laughs> i'm ready to prep like he'll make a sound in the middle of the night and i lay there and i'm like i'm gonna feel the big one coming and i'm gonna run and grab my kids adam will sleep through it i, I and might he die. can fend for himself yeah, yeah that's fair but like <laughs> i get it i'm ready to it. grab my kids um, although I do have to say sidetrack, oh. although we haven't already sidetracked when we did have the, that earthquake last year, do you remember? Like it shook and we both shot up out of bed at the same time and we ran, <laughs> I don't know what this means. We ran straight to Stella's room first. We didn't go to Sophie's room or was, or was Sophie sleeping with us? 
I, I don't. Do you remember we went straight to Stella's? Are you saying that we favor one kid over the no, other? No, I just like, now that I'm trying to retell the story, I'm like, I think we both went. I think we need to rethink our parenting plan here. And like, if there's an emergency, one sticks to one child, the other parent sticks to the other child. Oh, I was going to say, in, in in case of an earthquake, do we not just like fend for ourselves and, you know, survival of the fittest? And I don't. I no. mean, we do know Sophie would take care of herself over Stella. <laughs> so maybe we just knew. <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay. Where are we going next? Okay. Let's talk about stairs or elevator. Okay. What would you what would you do? Would you take stairs or an elevator if you just had to pick? Just in a normal scenario, would you do an elevator or stairs? This is, first of all, I hate the question. Second of all, there are too many tangibles. Like, am I going up two or three flights of stairs or like 20? Because like... Does it matter? It does. Okay. For instance, at IU, the the, the offices were on the third floor. I always walk the stairs because it's okay. just two flights. But like... If I'm like in a hotel, like a, like a fancy place, like like the place that we stayed at in Vancouver, right? We were on like the twelfth floor. Of course, we took the fucking elevator. I'm not walking up twelve flights of stairs. But we did take the stairs a few times because we had to wait, and we were like, "Fuck that." We took the stairs down. It's still. Okay, whatever. I don't know. It does matter though. I think it does matter. Okay. Well, that was a question. I was like, "Are you a stairs person or an elevator person?" It depends. All the people that are stairs persons, you survive. That's just sure. point blank period. You survive any situation. You probably got stronger, you know, calf and, and, <laughs> and thighs too. I got to imagine. I mean, yes, I'm saying from this point forward, I don't think I'm ever going to take an elevator again. <laughs> that's just not true. I think it will be. I Okay. Like you and the kids can take the elevator and I'll meet you up and I'll just walk. Uh, okay. It will, you know, don't ever. Oh. Don't ever try to fit through a small opening okay. in so, an elevator. So the woman who tries to to fit through, like, here's the thing: she is she is a slender woman. Okay. But the 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 opening of the elevator, like like our three year old couldn't fit a through. A cat <laughs> couldn't fit through it. But I did. You know, this is where I'm. Stuart like, Little would fit through it. Yeah, he would. That's a weird tangent. But this is where I, I literally had a note going, fuck you, skinny bitches, because any woman with an ass would be like, mm-mm, nope. Like, not like, having it. Like, okay, who do you think deserved to die more, coffee guy or elevator girl? A fucking elevator okay, girl. Okay, I agree, because I agree. Because she was like, it was the smallest gap, and she's like, I've got this. The, the, I've got this. The and then the fact that they her. couldn't pull her back in they could have easily pulled her back in. Oh, I think they wanted her to die. I Yes, because she was an idiot and she was like, I could fit through a little hole that a mouse could fit through. Like that's Was that, that was that her inner that dialogue? Her inner yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> because I'm that skinny. I talk like that. Yeah. I could fucking fit through it. I hate and then you you'd all. have me in the back of the elevator and I'd be like, you fucking idiot. Put a lid you on would, your goddamn coffee. You would that all- shit's expensive. Oh, wow. And then I'd be like, who are you mad at in this scenario? I'm pissed at the man that just spent, I'm assuming that's a latte or something in that coffee. I mean, it definitely wasn't a Starbucks cup. So it's under $5. Like we know it's under $5, but still you put a lid on that. Listen, we don't know. Secondly, we do not know what Umbrella Corporation is charging for their coffee. That stupid woman. Yes. I could, if I was in that elevator, she would have looked at me and then she would have been like, I could fit through it. 
because she would have looked at my ass and she would have been like, well, she couldn't. And I would have been like, try to fit through it. So she she fit through it. And then I would have been like, guys, we're not pulling her back in when this elevator <laughs> starts to crash. OK, so I need to. I'm, I'm just a, telling you, I was I, I was a person that elevator. <laughs> can I stop you for just one second? We're about sure. 40 minutes into this <laughs> podcast. We haven't even we haven't gotten past like the opening. I, because the rest of the movie is amazing. The second we meet Mila Jovovich, the rest of the movie is an Academy Award nominated movie. Okay. Well, that's just untrue. That is actually I don't just have, not correct. I don't have much to say after this. Okay. I was really pissed. Well, I Okay. So we, something that we mentioned a couple times kind of while watching, but I have to bring it up now. So, yes, Mila Jovovich is there and she wakes up and this like. They're not SWAT, but like this, this team swoops in and take her, takes her and all these other people, and they go on this train. And while they're on the train, we basically hear what happened, right? That there was this contamination of the the building, and this is the team that basically they're coming in to dis disarm, dismantle whatever the Red Queen, right? We find out the Red Queen is this AI thing, right? But the way that they're the way that they're talking about the Red Queen as this advanced artificial intelligence <laughs> that runs the hive and can can do all this shit, right? Yes. We commented a bunch of times, but I thought about this almost immediately, which is the second that they are in the train, let alone like the building itself, the Red Queen is watching them. Yes, and she They, they can- are announcing their plans every step of the way. <laughs> and you would think that these people would know not to just say, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go in through Dining Hall B and we're going to go to the Red Queen and we're going to do this thing where we blow it up because fuck, you know, it's like, you are all a bunch of fucking idiots. Yes. I immediately, yes. I'm I right there with you. I was so, so frustrated it's by like, this. And you can't even use sign language because you know that the Red Queen understands that. You would have to use code. It would have to be like snow ball <laughs> oven wine empty okay so i just want to can i wait hold on. i'm gonna stop you right there so for our audience we are recording this in our in our kitchen and um the snowball came from the fact that it snowed over the weekend there's snow outside she looked at our dishwasher she looked at her empty wine glass like this isn't even code this is just my wife looking around <laughs> Okay, it would be like XWN19. Mike, laptop, (laughs) flowers, TV, wall, Valentine's Day, minus one. What? I don't know. Valentine's Day. (laughs) See, I'm trying to, babe, I'm trying to like switch it up. Am I the Red Queen? Are you trying to fool me? Yes, I'm trying to fool you. Anyways, and yes. So, no, it was very weird that it was like, he, don't announce your plans. Well, we've got this big bag. We're going to drag it through into the Red Queen's room. Yeah. And we're going to unarm her. Yeah. It, and deactivate her and reboot her. And then all of a sudden, she's like, fuck that. And she goes, psycho. And that's where we all of a sudden come up with my favorite mom joke. Oh, yeah. So, can I, I want to, can I want to set it up a little set bit, it though? Set up, babe. So, set it Okay, so we are outside of this. There's a corridor, and at the end, at the one end is the basically the room where the Red Queen is going to be, and on the other end is where the rest of our crew are kind of waiting 
for these three people or so who are going down. So we have these people going down to try to break into the Red Queen's antechamber or whatever it is. And before they can get there, there's this like laser thing that pops up and it starts going down the length of the hallway. And one guy doesn't get down quick enough and his fingers get chopped off and this woman just stand still i'm sorry that really pissed me off the woman just freezes of course the woman free she literally went i i i'm (laughs) curious i'm gonna give this woman a little bit of like not credit but like do we know what it is at that moment like do we know what's gonna happen if the the laser goes past them babe yes if you and i are in a room Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it's a dark room and the lights turn on and then a beam goes because that's as happening that was, and then it went. That was not. <laughs> that was closer. And that it was, was coming at them. Yes. I wouldn't let that beam pass through me. Okay. I, look, I'm just. I, I'm trying to. I'm shorter, so luckily I would have been able all. to stand there. Yeah. For the first one, I would have been able to stand there, and it would have maybe just given me a buzz. Okay. Right off the top so, of my head. so that's true. Okay. So the first time the laser goes through, it chops off this woman's head, and then the next time it stays low, and one guy can't jump over it, so it gets him. But our, that's our, where it would have gotten me. Our, I would have, I, I couldn't jump that high. Our, our leader dude jumps up and like holds himself up against the ceiling. But then the third and time. I have to say, in this moment, I'm putting myself in this because I think this is my dream world okay. to be in this movie. Okay. If I would have been able to reach the pipe to jump up and hold it and wrapped my legs, had the strength to wrap my legs up around it, my ass would have been chopped off. There's no way that light would have. There's no way, right? You're you're acknowledging it right now. You look actually very saddened that my ass would have been gone. Because <laughs> you know it would have been. It would have been like, easily. Your, your sound effects are <laughs> off the chart right now. <laughs> the, and then I would have sacrificed myself the easily. Th- the third time, we think it's going to be another straight line, but it turns out to be like almost like a chain link... <laughs> chain link fence pattern <laughs> my god <laughs> and the the leader dude doesn't stand a chance and it goes through him and you can see it, it's like out of focus but he like starts to fall into pieces and melissa drops this this dad joke all, to like like end on all. the beat yeah and i said anyone want kebabs <laughs> and like i was i was blown away I, I I didn't I I was I think my jokes are a lot funnier, but then I say them <laughs> the second time I'm like, oh, wow! I think oh, yes. you've been stuck with me in quarantine for way too. Yeah, long. our audience is going like, that's not funny at all. Jorge, uh, did you, <laughs> did you laugh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Okay, so one thing that so something that we mentioned throughout the recording is that there were some things that we used to do. That for whatever reason kind of just fell by the wayside in the last couple of episodes, and we want to bring them back. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm gonna start with one, and then and then you can do yours. Is that okay? Sure. Okay. First, the worst. Thank you. So uh, I used to do this thing called Adam's Film Corner. Adam's Film Corner. Yes. This is where he tells us what movies are about. Well, not really, but fil- this like- is where he tells us how to look at movies sure. and understand them as a movie nerd. Okay, so and uh, once we understand them, we can not listen to this podcast, but we can listen to his <laughs> other podcasts, <laughs> a thousand and one by one, where they dissect movies and talk to it. 
talk to them about you know you know on I'm gonna, a critical I'm gonna be level. honest like what what I'm gonna say is really not as as like intense or in depth as as I think what you're doing. Okay. Um, it's and I think it happens around the moment when when Mila Jovovich starts to realize that she has some skill as like a like as a fighter, mm-hmm. right? It's and she like and she'll do something where she she does this like slick kick ass move, and then what happens is the f- everything starts to slow down, right? But there's there's this and if you if you if you watch enough movies, you can tell this. So there's there's something that was filmed in slow motion intentionally because we always knew the shot mm-hmm. was going to be in slow motion. And then there are things like what happened in this movie where it was shot at they, full speed. Okay, they film and it then and then they slow, slow it, down. it down. Now I have learned the difference between those two. There you go. And there's there's a smoothness to it when yes. it's shot in slow motion versus this like kind of like jerky yeah. like weird it's just weird. Thank you Adam's film corner for teaching me the that, that really is the end of Adam's film corner. No, no that's it. I, I that think that it. that has really taught me. Now, speaking of that moment, yeah. that is the moment where as she ki- it's the dog moment, right? I believe so, yes. yes. So she kicks the dog, but right before, okay. So yes, she all of a sudden like runs up, runs up this wall out of nowhere, kicks the dog, and then it freezes for a second. And I added dialogue because there was no dialogue there. And they should have had dialogue where she goes, Wait, I fucking rock because that was a kick ass moment. Like she should have said something. She noticed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I appreciated that. And you, Sarah Michelle Gellar wouldn't have been able to do that because her legs are so small. She you, wouldn't have been able to flip you, over the You wall. said that line. And then I actually thought this moment in the movie is kind of the moment in the Matrix where Keanu Reeves kind of wakes up from one of his things and he goes, I know Kung Fu. We're like, you start to realize, oh, I have some skills. Yes. That's kind of what I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. Something that we haven't talked about in a while. Yes. One of my things Mm -hmm. is um, crossovers. Yes. Movie crossovers. Movie crossover. Oh, thanks, babe. I I had to give you some kind of thing. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay, so it took a while, but there was a moment where all of a sudden I said something <laughs> Adam goes. <laughs> I don't even know what you said. I told you to double star it, babe. Oh, this was, a, I said, wow, sounded genuine. It's, <laughs> I have no idea what it is. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it was it this You moment. said, wow, and I said, wow, that sounded genuine. Hold on. Now I got to look through my notes and make sure I'm. Nope, I wasn't about to talk about <laughs> This is not that moment. <laughs> cool. Well, let's talk about okay. whatever you were going let's to talk, talk about. Let's talk about the movie crossover moment. Yes. And that is, so we learn who the Red Queen is. The Red Queen is this AI intelligent. You already explained it, so I don't need to. And I immediately was like, oh, wait, Red Queen? Like the Red Queen in Alice in Wonderland? Oh, my God. What? If we had a crossover between... Alice in Wonderland and Resident Evil. <laughs> Zombies invade Wonderland. Wonderland. Okay. That's that that is certainly something. I'm just saying. Now can I just can I quickly it's there's not, already a movie about that? <laughs> maybe. Oh no, it's not the it's the Queen of Hearts. It's not the Don't they call her the Red Queen? I think maybe in the Tim Burton one right? they do. 
But in the old Disney well, one, Adam, she's the queen of... Okay. What one did you think? I mean, I'm pretty sure the Johnny Depp one was called Alice in Wonderland too, wasn't it? Yes. It's so also, there you go. It also sucks balls. I don't know. I've never seen that. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised. Why? Because I, I, I think maybe the girls and I watched it. Well, that's on you guys. Okay. I don't fine. watch shitty movies. Yeah, you do. <laughs> we just did. Um. Anyways... <laughs> So let's go back to the one where you were like, wow, that sounds genuine. Yes. Because um, I honestly don't remember what the hell that even means. Well, I, I I have one thing I wanted to bring up. Okay. And I wanted to know if this movie maybe predicted the future. So there's part oh, of... Oh, I just had a moment. I oh. Just, never mind. Go on. Well, I was just going to say, you know, they part of, part of like the guy that you said, FBI guy, Matt, whose sister works with him there. Part of them talk, they, they talk about like smuggling out the virus because uh, in the wrong hands, the virus could go for like a pretty penny, right? Because of what it, it could do, right? And I was wondering, was this a predictor of what was going to happen with COVID? Oh, baby. Um, <laughs> that was Casey and Jojo all my life. That's our song. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yep. Baby, 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 baby. Crazy is another song that they sing. That's not our song. On Valentine's Day, you break my heart. Oh my God. I just fucked up our wedding song. Hold on. Yes, that was all my life. All my life. I don't know why I was thinking that was crazy. It, that's, that's another Casey and Jojo yes. song. But I hope you can forgive me. I already have. Thank you. But you were talking about the thing, the Santa Genuine. I thought you, you said you, oh, you yes. found it. Okay. okay. So we're in a moment where Michelle Rodriguez, she has already been bitten and scratched and, you know, whatever for a while, easily like 40 minutes. She's been bitten. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're now back on the train. Yes. That takes them. I have to go back on my notes. But that yeah. takes them um, from the hive to like raccoon the, city the or mansion the, yes. Well, yes yes exactly and there we're on this train and we realize it's literally the moment where michelle rodriguez pops up and we know she's she's not michelle rodriguez anymore yeah she's a she is zombie zombie yeah and at that moment <laughs> i did a gasp and you were like oh wife of mine that sounds genuine and my thought was that is a commute that is a commute for all those scientists that had to travel from wherever they were, go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> get it? Yep. yep. You're Island really hitting that hard. Um, and then they had to get on this train and then they had to travel to Raccoon City. We don't know how long that was. Easily like 15, 20 minute ride. Sure. And then they had to go down into wherever they worked. Like that is like, do you think these people worked eight hour shifts and then went home or they worked like days at a time and then oh, went home or, what a great question I don't know. it's just i was like that that's a commute it is that is something you know and i wonder too if if you know there are the people who are clearly like the scientists right who are working on this stuff and i would say have more important jobs then you have you have like dumb coffee elevator guy. bitch and yeah and coffee guy and it's like what the fuck are these people doing yeah and like i i just wonder you mentioned like how long they're down there. Like what is, what is coffee guy doing with his day? Fucking nothing. 
If he doesn't know how to put a lid, if he can't put a lid on a coffee cup, do you think he's going to put a lid on a Petri dish? Do you Pro- even know? Does, does he even know what a Petri dish is? <laughs> a test tube? An LED light? Can you, do you, can you even distinguish what the color blue and green is? He's probably colorblind. Oh, but, I mean, sure. I'm, I'm so sorry. glad you kept talking because what just... I was going to say was not appropriate. Oh. And I, I've said a lot of inappropriate things on this podcast before, but I'm so glad I self-censored. I'm so glad you kept talking. Just saying. It's, you know, fucking coffee guy. Yeah, we're, we're not a big fan of him. Okay, so the other thing was, let's go back to Melissa recasting this movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people, and one of my early notes was a lot of, the, <laughs> verbatim, this was a note. A lot of these people are recognizable, but I don't know who they are, question mark. Um, and then I was, another note is, I have a new game. Let's recast this as, quote, A-list actors. <laughs> Now, all the actors I'm about to say are not A-list. Not really. but Or B-list. And they're there. What? C-list is... C-list? C-list. Is that a thing? I don't I know. That is. I, maybe these people are like even past C. Anyways, um, let's go with FBI guy Matt. Uh-huh. Whose sister, mm-hmm. you know, he reminded me of Kevin Bacon. I think <laughs> I think he's the poor man's. What do you say? Like the poor the, man's. Yeah, the yeah. poor man's. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. I I said he looked like Anthony Jeselnik, and then you I were like, who, that who? Is. and I was like, oh well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Anthony. Um, and then the the lead combat man. Yeah. Uh, Matt. I think he reminded me of Candyman. Who who his name is Tony Todd. Tony Todd. I was like Tony Todd. This you. Is this your son or like, did you just get young? By the way, I didn't realize Tony Todd was also in The Crow. Which yes. we, yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Guy who hacks Kaplan. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of Saved by the Bell guy, which is the oh jock. God. I still um, can't. Mario Lopez. I still don't see that. That one is the most insane. Really? Yeah, I, I feel don't. like Mario Lopez or the guy from Crash, the cop. I don't even know Matt who that Dillon? guy is. No, the other guy. The, Brian Phillippe? The, the, no, the Hispanic guy. The guy, his kid. That's He's not a cop. You're talking about Michael is Pena? He? Who's in like Ant-Man and stuff? Oh, yeah. Doesn't his, isn't he a cop in that movie? No. I've only seen that movie once, so maybe I don't know. But he's doesn't he have a kid in that movie? Who we think gets shot and yep. then doesn't get, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael, yes. I think it could be a cross between that. You are insane. That one is just not not good. Um, insane person. That guy. That's what I named him as. That guy mm-hmm. reminds me of Walking Dead guy, but not the original Walking Dead guy. The one that had sex with his wife and they had a baby. Bad friend. These are what my notes say. <laughs> no, no, no. I yes. Uh, <laughs> you are talking about John Bernthal. Uh, and he's in a bunch of shit. He was in Wind River. He was in Wolf of Wall Street. Yep. He's been in a bunch of shit. He was in shit. that one movie we liked where all of a sudden all those guys and like 50 Cent got together and they were like, my wife or my girl. You remember? No, he's not in that. He's That's not, not that him. Oh. No, that is Pablo Schreiber. Oh, but what movie is that, by the way? For that all you Den dads out there. Den of Thieves. For all you dads out there, watch Den of Thieves. I, and, and if you have specifically daughters... Watch Den of Thieves because you will want to find your man gang. I, I got to say. And when your daughters go 
to a dance with a man, you will want to have your man gang waiting there. I you 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 said that I was turned on earlier by something you said. You recommending Den of Thieves is turning me on yeah. right now. Just oh, just that was a say. good movie. Yeah. I mean, babe, we have two daughters. We do. I'm scared shitless for when these girls are teenagers. Well, let's not think about it right now. I'm thankful for our friends, you know, specifically Perry and Jorge, who can help back you in your man gang. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I yep. I will start so when our girls, my man gang. When our girls go, I'll be like, you know, when think of it. When Stella and Sophia when is, a that, guy, is that what our children's names are? Is yes, that what the- when a guy comes to pick them up from a dance, I'm going to open the door and I'm going to be like, oh, come in. Let's take a picture. Oh, can you please head into our garage? And then your man, <laughs> your man gang will be in there mm-hmm. and threaten them. Yes. Lifting weights and snorting yes. coke and, <laughs> and then, giving ourselves tattoos. And, and then they'll leave and I'll be like, have a good night. Bring her back before 10. Right. Motherfucker. Man gang. Yeah, I'll, I'll work on that. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and, oh. You had one husband more. Husband Spence. Yeah. Who was. We already kind of know is from something. Oh, but yeah. my God. Yes. I thought he looked like a cross. Okay. You could have cast cro- this twice. The cross is good, though. Right? Yeah. It was like, he reminded me of Hugh Jackman, but he also reminded me of. Um, Dominic West. From The Wire. Yeah. Yes. And so there you if, go. if Dominic West and Hugh Jackman had a baby, it would so, be James Purefoy. If we wanted Thomas S. Paul, Paul W. S. Anderson, w. not Paul Thomas Sorry. Anderson. If we wanted Paul, Paul W. S. Anderson, Anderson to make a Oscar-winning film, he, okay, he could have called Melissa St. John. Oh, he could have, yes. I, I could have recast this with A-list celebrities. Mm-hmm. A-list now, like Mario Lopez well, A-list. I, let me tell you, Mario Lopez would be thanking me right now because he would have probably have a supporting actor role. Anyways. Oh, God. Um, and there you go. Well, there there you have it. I, so, so you I th- know. I think we've... I think we've reached, I mean, the, basically the end of, of what we... Is there Are there any last last minute things you need to say about this movie god i have so many notes but i won't like get us through it but you can watching this movie i haven't watched this movie in years oh at least a decade yeah and then watching it now we're kind of on the cusp we're on the upswing of controlling covid yes i yeah a lot of my notes were like I mean, is that a thing? Like viruses being developed? You know, I'm not stupid. I know that that probably is a thing, but it's very like in the circumstances that we're in, it's scary thinking that that is a thing. All all I want to say about that is that I think if you ask enough Trump supporters, COVID was absolutely something that was that was that the Democrats created to to turn the tide and and fuck him out of a second term. Uh, I don't know that I want to say much more than that, but like I think there are are a, a strong number of people who believe that COVID was created for for political purposes, and those are the times we live in. See, one of my notes was Trump owns the umbrella. Court. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god of course he does there's a seventh movie in development where trump ultimately is the yes. guy behind him okay <laughs> hold on but now that we're talking i do have um i do have one note and it says for real let's talk about would you survive a vampire apocalypse not not a zombie apocalypse but <laughs> Yes, zombie. That is what zombie. I wrote vampire, but I meant zombie. Would you survive a? I almost said vampire. Oh my again. god, a zombie apocalypse. A zombie apocalypse. I mean, probably not. I think we're screwed because we have children. I think we're screwed because we don't have any weapons, Melissa. Adam, yeah. we have friends who have weapons. Yes, they'll leave us behind. Well, we have things to offer. <laughs> like sex? Just offer up our bodies for protection? Yes. Or at the pure and... Listen, at the first sign of trouble, I, I am giving my body away. <laughs> I wasn't saying sex. Enjoyment? Entertainment? I take that Not sexually. <laughs> I just take it sexually. We will do a podcast at any moment in front of you of a movie. Sure. <laughs> That sounds like you guys want us on your team. Okay, Woof. here's something I can't say. I do think if a vampire oh or my God. a zombie sure. Either one. happened, um, you rarely hear about those vampire apocalypses. <laughs> I'd be like, bite me. I feel like it would be a lot more enjoyable as a vampire, anyways. <laughs> a lot more sex. Be getting it on a lot more as a vampire. I feel are, like. are you thinking of like the things they talk about what we do in the shadows? Did we watch that movie? Okay, I'll just cut that out. Oh. Did we watch that movie? The funny movie about vampires. But <gasps> oh, okay. Say that again. You mean like what they talk about and what we do in the yes. shadows? <laughs> yes, babe. Um, <laughs> that was natural. <laughs> um, no, I do have to say, you stick with me. Oh, I, I'm here. Because there is nothing worse than... A pissed off mom. There, I'm just saying. Nothing worse. There's nothing There's worse. There's nothing that exists in the world. No. Than a so like, <laughs> if I have kids, I have to, you know, like if we're out in the walking dead, let's say we're in the middle of a field. Cool. And we have zombies coming at us. Of course. And I have kids I have to protect. Yeah. Zombies, watch out. Because there's nothing worse than a pissed off mom. Don't fuck with me. If you lay a hand on my kids, I'm going to fuck you up. So I know we're, we're already in a tangent, but like, so, okay, if I can't own a weapon, can I buy a samurai sword? Because I actually feel like that would be like a good thing to have in a zombie apocalypse. I would buy, what's her name? Who rocked that samurai sword? Well, in, in the in the show, her name is Michonne, but her name is Danae Guerrero. Yeah. I, would, I would ask her to be on my team. Now, the character or the real actress? Both, because I think she's kick-ass. That's, well, okay. okay. She's Because she's also in Black Panther. She is. Yeah. I'd be like, will you please join up my team? Because you will help me survive. Oh, God. that I don't want to take the time now, but we need to, on a different show, come up with our zombie apocalypse team. Because Danae Guerrero needs to be on our team. Uh, <laughs> she really does. She would be our captain. Perfect. Let's not do it now, though. Yes. That's going to no, be way too long. No, she'd be our captain. Yeah, great. I... A stamp, like a sword, a hundred percent. I wouldn't want a gun. Okay. A sword. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, so yeah, you're already you're already winning. You haven't won, but you're winning because you have me on your team. 
why are you doing this? Oh, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm queuing up the last um, part of the show, but you're still talking, so I don't want to cut you off. No, so that's it. That's it. No, that was. I was just about to go. So, babe. Yes. Resident Evil. Is Nemesis this... program. Hold on. The end. We have to talk about this. Mm-hmm. The end. Um, they talk about the Nemesis program. Yeah. Thoughts? Well, they're clearly setting up a sequel. I remember. They're clearly setting up the next part of the story. So, I'm not a gamer. And we'll... I'm sorry. I'm going on another tangent, but I'm not a gamer. And I remember when you got your PlayStation or I don't even know what PS3. Yes. Yeah. And then I was like, which by the way, PS5 we're, we're way behind the times, but, but I was like, I want the resident evil game. Mm -hmm. I got like five minutes, not even five minutes into that game. I could not pass five minutes into that game on easy. It was hard. They came at you everywhere. I even had you try to teach me and you gave up. Oh, it was tough. Yes. It was, that was a hard game. It was, but that game I remember started off with the nemesis program. So is my question is, was that the start of Resident Evil game? Well, or... I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Oh, okay. I, now, the thing is, the the game that we had was the fifth Resident Evil for oh. the PS3. That wasn't like the first. Because again, this this is back in 1996 gotcha. is okay. when Resident Evil started. So okay. at the at the point where we got that game, it was, I mean, it was so far into it. Yeah. They're, they were wherever they were in the okay. process. Cause I was like, I just remember the nemesis program from that game too. Yeah. But, but okay. I, I'm sure it runs through. I'm okay. yeah. So Melissa, Adam. resident evil. Is this a good, bad movie or a bad, bad movie? Good, bad movie. Okay. Adam. Yeah. Is this a good, bad movie? Or a bad, bad movie. I, it's honestly, I don't think it's either. Of and, and what I mean by that is, forty-five minutes in, uh, it's after, it's after the first zombie attack, and then there's like a lot of talking. And honestly, I just found the movie kind of boring, and and like, and I, I hate to pull from Ebert's review, but it's like it's really predictable. Like I just was like, all right. All right, let's just get. Yep, there's going to be a big turn, and it, of course there was. It was it was the guy from the following, and he's the bad guy. And I just, I don't know. I I know we've seen a few of these, and there were and like, part of me was like, isn't there like a bigger action set piece? And it never happened. And like, even though I know, and I I don't know the actual scores for all other of the five movies, but I know that they're all under thirty two percent because they all would fit the parameters of the show. But I know there's one of them that is like so over the top that it was like to the point where I'm like, okay, this is kind of entertaining. But this didn't hit it for me. And I don't think it's good. Like it's a good movie, but it's not so bad that I'm like, okay, you got, I got to watch this movie. And that's why I just found it to be more of like a. Eh. I'm excited to see what the other ones are because I don't remember. Like there's bits and pieces I remember of the ones we've seen. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, I thought this happened in the first. There's so, like something in a desert with a school bus. At some then, point, there's something in a desert with a school and bus. And then isn't there something where she comes out of the hospital and then like a big fight scene happens like I, in like a condemned parking lot? Probably. I don't know. That might be the same one. Yes. I don't know. But um, I'm just in a mess state. Okay. I have a new business plan. Oh, fuck. What if I start creating like an Etsy site? <laughs> you know what Etsy is? Uh, porn? No. No. 
No, you. It's like I a, know what oh, Etsy okay. is. My God, <laughs> um, your sister has an Etsy thing, doesn't right, she? Yes. God, you. God so damn it, Melissa. What if I start God creating shirts or sweatshirts or something of sayings from the pods we do? I don't. I. 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 Part of me goes. That sounds great. Like, and then I, the other part is like, is anybody gonna buy them? I'd buy them. <laughs> like I kind of want a shirt that Robbie says, Peter to pay Paul. I yeah. I want a shirt that says Malcolm Falcom or something. Or there's like a the need to feed. Like I feel like that that would be a fun a fun shirt to have. Or um a shirt that's like jingle all the way. Oh wait, and then the back is I'll be home for Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. Yeah, this is a great idea like, for like, but like the problem is that I don't know, I don't know who's going to buy these things. I think in theory, it's great. But in practice, this is just, we're going to lose I money. I think Malcolm. <laughs> Malcolm Falcom. Malcolm, Malcolm Falcom's my favorite. Here's the thing. I figured it out. <laughs> Got to it. And on that note, audience, Resident Evil is a great movie. It's you not. You need to watch it. <laughs> oh. It's so exciting. It's such a good movie. If you have the sci-fi channel, you can watch it on there. Yes. You can rent it. Yeah, anywhere, yeah. You know, and watch this movie. Watch the first one. Follow along with us as we go into the rabbit hole of Resident Evil and we dissect these Oscar-winning movies that were clearly shamed. So I, I just want to make sure that you know that just the, because you say Oscar-winning doesn't mean that it won any Oscars. I just I just need to make that very clear. These aren't Oscar-winning movies. These aren't Oscar-nominated movies. Okay, wait. so should I say like these movies that should have have should have been up for an Oscar. Is that, that what I should have said? Because they weren't better. Oscar winning. You're right. Allegedly, they weren't Oscar <laughs> winning. Right? Shouldn't I put that in for our lawyers? Allegedly. Our lawyers will be happy about that. That is fantastic. Um, so yeah, so so that's a that's a good bad from you. Or probably not even bad. You just like this movie. I like this movie. I don't think it's bad, but I'm not very, very thrilled by it either. But hey, that's just what we think. So please find us on Facebook and on Instagram. Let us know what you think. Um, you can listen to us on Anchor and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all those great places. Um, I don't know what our next one's going to be, but of course, we've just started the Resident Evil one. Um, and the next one is Resident Evil Apocalypse. So whether it's the next episode or the one after that, trust me, that is on the way. But until our next shitty film, I am Adam. I'm Melissa. And thanks for tuning in.